Hello, and welcome to Student Stories, a PRSSA podcast. This series highlights various PRSSA students as they navigate the communications industry, share insights, and tell their unique PRSSA story. These are all stories for students, by students, about students. I'm your host, Zach Farincheck, Vice President of Brand Engagement for PRSSA National. Episode 3, Highlighting the Black Student Experience, features Kiki Hartman, a senior at Southern Illinois University and Chapter President of SIU PRSSA. Kiki is a Northern Illinois native and the youngest and only girl of her Caucasian parents. With her Rubik's Cube and plethora of blankets, her goal in life is to inspire those around her to be their authentic selves and go after what they want. Her and I discuss her journey up to this point, her thoughts on brand communications during Black History Month, and more. Alrighty, so we have Kiki Hartman here. She is the chapter president for Southern Illinois University PRSSA. Um, Kiki, thank you for joining the podcast. How, how are you feeling today? How's it going? Of course, Zach. Thank you for having me. I'm feeling great today. Today is our snow day here at SIU because of too much snow. So I'm having a great week so far. Awesome. Awesome. And yeah, to all, all of our listeners, um, we're recording this podcast uh, kind of earlier in February or mid-February now, I should say. And winter weather has definitely hit us uh, in the Midwest, uh, down in Texas. There's crazy things going on. Um, so yeah, crazy. And I'm just happy I can record this from the comfort of my home. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, so let's jump right into the questions here. Um, let's talk about um, your journey with PR. So really, you know, tell me about your student journey. You're currently a senior. How did you find public relations and what made it interesting enough for you to pursue? Well, so I found public relations entirely by accident, actually. As a kid, I used to watch like corporate commercials and I would look at them and think about, oh, that's not reaching their target audience. Oh, that's not like considering their competitors. Why are they doing that? And that's what I used to do for like fun. I always thought of it like just as a really weird quirk that I had that I eventually grew out of. Um, and prior to that, when I was in high school, I had decided I was gonna be an engineer, which I know sounds really odd as a con major now, but I love math. I was actually a mathlete in high school. Uh, that oh sad part of my past. Yes, I love math. I was a calculus student. Like it was that is, really a big part of my life. Goes against the stereotype, but I a hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> when I tell comm students here that like I love math, now tutor them in math classes. They're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm slightly a math nerd. I'm sorry, but so I was gonna be a engineer, but then I had my what I will call my quarter life crisis during my senior year of high school. I decided I did not want to be an engineer at all, not even a little bit. So then I was just kind of stuck in this rut of now, what the hell am I gonna go to college for? Cause I had been applying to all these colleges with the idea that I was going to be a biomedical engineer. And now I was kind of screwed over. And my oldest brother at the time had a friend who was making just a like college search website. 
and mm-hmm. he sent me the link and he said, Hey, can you look this over? Just take some of the quizzes, see if anything's wrong with it. You know, let me know how it flows. And I was like, yeah, okay. I'm bored. I have nothing else to do as a senior in high school. Sure. So I looked it over and one of them was what your major should be. And so I took the quiz out of the front of it. And my top two results were a fashion designer, which is an automatic no, because I cannot draw to save my life. Oh, God. It was not going to happen. And the second one was a public relations manager for a nonprofit. I had never heard of public relations in my life. Uh, I had no idea what it was. So I was like, okay, let's go on a deep dive to learn about this thing. Mm -hmm. And when I discovered what public relations was, it was like this light bulb moment on top of my head where I realized that really weird quirk that I had as a kid was actually a job I could have for the rest of my life. actively do that so that was my deep dive into deciding upon public relations I will say it took uh probably a couple of years for my family to fully come around to this my brother used to call me every uh the first few weeks of my freshman year of college asking me if I was sure I did not want to be an engineer oh my god because he really wanted me to be an engineer (laughs) but he's ultimately happy that I'm happy at this point it's taken a couple years but he's warmed up to the public relations idea finally so i'm very happy to say that all of my family is on board with this uh now so that makes me really happy because honestly this is what i really want to do like honest i absolutely love it i love to write i love to talk so yeah what's the perfect fit (laughs) absolutely and that's such an interesting journey uh you know definitely not of uh not liking math as much as you i have to say (laughs) um but yeah no that's kind of a common thing and and it's something that i i could definitely appreciate the kind of like analyzing the commercials and brand messaging um i just i know offline i'll talk with uh other national committee members and just also other friends i made from pr to say just about brand messaging just like oh yeah um completely casually or like when i'm you know i think i was the only one in my uh group of friends um watching the super bowl that was watching it you know for the commercials as much as i was watching it for the game (laughs) exactly i only Um, watch for the commercials at this point i have no interest in football anymore (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's uh i just i love it so much and I, i could tell you do too and you know uh and natural jump for a lot of PR students is uh, PRSSA. So let's talk a little exactly. bit about that. <laughs> um, what first led you to join and really what's your why PRSSA even up to today? So unlike a lot of our national PRSSA members across chapters, SIU requires a practicum course for our PR students which you can get one of three ways. Uh, One is an outside internship. You can do an independent study with one of our comm professors, or you can take PRSSA for three credit hours. So as a going into my junior year, I took PRSSA because I needed my credits. And going in, they didn't have a really big organization at the time. So I was automatically made a account executive as we have our own student run firm within our PRSSA chapter. And so I was automatically made an account executive, which was really, really scary as a junior who had like never done any practical PR experience. Oh yeah, I could imagine. (laughs) I was like, what? I will say I, I, really kind of am still was really but I was worse at delegating 
I don't know how to delegate to save my life, honestly. Retweet. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, I felt <laughs> it, it's pain. not a skill that I needed in my life. And I was like, well, you want me to give people work and just expect them to do it? <laughs> no. Um, so it was super scary to me, especially because a lot of my account members were older than me. Like they were seniors and I'm over here like, I'm a kid, like I'm a kid, but okay. Uh, so that was my first and I was automatically also taken out as secretary and it was honestly so amazing. I met some of my best friends in PRSSA, and they were definitely the people I would go to when I had a really terrible day in my sorority or I failed a test in one of my classes. And it was always my PRSSA members that cheered me up, which was an amazing feeling to have. Then COVID happened in the spring of 2020, which definitely threw us for a loop. Mm-hmm. But as secretary and just as a general member, we kind of just cut off all client work and moved on. And I was really expecting us to be back on campus when we came back in the fall. I really was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, As you know, for most of us, that did not happen at all. We're online completely currently here at SIU, basically. And I was taken on as both our president and our vice president of operations for our student-run firm. And... It's tough. It's a lot of extra work, especially when I don't get to see any of my members in person. Oh, yeah. But honestly, it's just so much fun. And it's given me so much experience. Like, I've learned to deal with clients, uh, both clients that I love and clients that have been really difficult to work with. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, it's so much fun. And I love it when we get like freshmen and sophomores who are new to the major and don't know anything because it really gives us the opportunity to teach them. And so I really say like PRSSA really combines both like my love of PR and my love of like meeting students and talking to people and helping them learn things. And PRSSA has given me honestly some amazing opportunities. My junior year, I got to go to the Plank Summit Diversity and Inclusion uh, summit in Chicago Mm -hmm. with one of our faculty members that was speaking and that was an amazing experience I got to meet so many people in the industry and network as well as go to the summit and really meet a lot of other PRSSA students that were there and so that was honestly an awesome experience and we as a chapter get a lot of amazing guest speakers I know this month I'm so proud of my PR director um, she landed Hamilton's chief marketing officer. So we have oh her coming to speak gosh. in okay, a couple of weeks. That, and like, that invite real quick. Oh my I gosh. am like, I like she told me and I was on the top of the moon. I was like, <laughs> yes, I am so proud of you. Like I have been bragging about her to everyone I know because oh, yeah. I'm like, go, go Haley. Like she is amazing as a PR director. I love her. Um, and Mm -hmm. so I'm really excited to see what she does after I graduate because she is amazing in her position currently. And so like, it's just stuff like that, that really make me so happy to be a part of PRSSA and get to say that, like, I was a part of this amazing organization and getting to be president has just been so much fun and so rewarding that I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And so like heartwarming and really that's what it's all about, Kiki, I'm telling you. Um, you know, it's tough sometimes and it's hard to stay motivated. I know for me as well, um, you know, in the age of COVID, but you know, just those little things and being able to inspire people. And I've said this in conversations before, but just seeing like 
the just the passion and you know like i can just hear it in your voice like you just how excited you are about um and grateful for this organization it's just like this is why we do this it's for you members um and everyone locally so yeah thank you for your service um as a chapter president um and i'm gonna go back to you're a fourth year like myself who's soon to graduate so huge congrats to you um on that tell me what are your plans for after graduation and and kind of tell me a little bit about that uh thank you yes it is so weird to think that i'm basically done with college like it does not feel like four years has gone past uh and it's kind of weird to think about when i say that out loud mm -hmm. uh i plan to move back home near my parents uh, i'm from northern illinois the chicago area so i definitely plan to move back home i'm really hoping to either go into entertainment pr like in theater or to go into corporate pr i'm one of those really weird pr students that absolutely loves crisis pr for some reason mm -hmm. I, I'm not really sure why, but I just love crisis PR. Um, so I really want to go into corporate PR only for that aspect. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just love like the save the day, like last resort type hope, I guess. Uh, mm -hmm. I work really well under pressure. So like I'm really into crisis PR. So I really want to go into that. But ultimately, I've been applying to a lot of political internships. I have my one of my minors is in political science. So I think personally, it'd be a lot of fun to go into the political sphere. I used to go to like Springfield and D.C. with one of my summer camps and we get, would get to like uh, campaign for like small legislations and talk to senators and talk to our congressmen and women. And so I definitely think that that's a really fun side of PR that I wanna explore after graduation. Absolutely. Sounds like you have plenty of interest and you know, those crisis comms are, are needed, especially in, I mean, after 2020 and, and into 2021, oh, there's still situations um, that, you know, they need you guys. Um, moving on here, you know, Part two, it's called Highlighting the Black Student Experience in my little storyboard here. And that is a, a huge thing for us at PRSSA, um, or at least for me as a, as a person um, doing stuff for PRSSA during the month of February. Um, so tell me kind of, you know, a little bit about your school or your chapter. Have they planned anything special to celebrate um, this Black History Month? chapter specifically hasn't but SIU does a really great job with a whole month of programming and this year we're focusing on the black family unit mm -hmm. uh, as our black history month which has been an absolute blast I know on Friday of this week we're doing a spoken word presentation about the Black Family Unit that I personally am super excited to go to over Zoom. We've also had a lot of speakers come and talk about the Black family within the criminal justice system. And then of course, we also have like fun activities. I know we're having a Black artist come in from locally to do like a paint and sip session over Zoom that I am personally really excited for because I love those things. They're really fun and exciting. So I'm really excited for that. And then we we also at the beginning of the month did a Black History Month uh, 60 minute trivia with prizes over Zoom and everything. So SAU does a really great job at having a lot of programming for Black History Month that really 
encapsulates a lot of different aspects Mm -hmm. and I think it's really fun this year to be doing it on the black family unit because I feel like that's something we don't normally focus on like it's normally just like focusing on talking about the culture and talking about the more big scope of things Mm -hmm. instead of focusing on how being black affects the family unit and like the criminal justice system and stuff like that and I know we're having another speaker come in to talk about the black church and like the culture behind that and so honestly I'm really excited for our month of programming it's been a lot of fun I've been attending a lot of our activities this month and so far all of them have been great we got a lot of really awesome speakers for all of the events so I've been having a blast getting to see what the university has been putting on. That's fantastic. Uh, you know, I love seeing that. I know at my school, Catholic University, they've had a, a, a few um, really awesome events as well. Um, specifically, I, remember, I just talked about today. Well, on my Instagram, I did. <laughs> There's an art exhibit um, that's uh, showcasing pieces from the 1960s, um, but then also pieces that were made uh, last summer here in Columbus, Ohio, after the protests in oh, June. Awesome. Um, so yeah, it's something that I need to get up there and see it. Um, cause we have an art, uh, gallery on the fourth story of our library building. Oh, um, cool. yeah, yeah. And it's, it's definitely really cool. The office of diversity and inclusion has been putting on a few cool events, not related to PR as to say, but I mean, shoot, you're a student at, at college, you know, it's something you can enjoy as well. Exactly. Um, shifting more to kind of our sphere as public relations students, you know, as a, uh, you know, branding, uh, I guess, student of the game or nerd, but I say that in a fun way, because I am proudly a PR nerd, but also, uh, more importantly, as a black woman as well, um, who's coming into her own, into her own and about to enter the industry here, you know, what are some of the thoughts you have on companies that are, are observing or celebrating this month in light of the current climate, you know, we see ourselves in? So personally, I have really mixed feelings when it comes to Black History Month for corporations. I feel like I kind of equate it to the same way uh, corporations and companies celebrate pride to where like it's a lot more about telling us how they appreciate black culture instead of really showing us which mm-hmm. i understand because when you think about it like what starbucks going to do to really show the black community that they appreciate it or like when uber eats for black history month i know they did a service where if you ordered food from black owned companies that like you get a free delivery service and don't get me wrong i'm all for those ways that companies show it but also i feel especially after the protests that the black community especially tried to make it really really clear in america that what we want is repartations we want a reallocation of resources we want a reassessment of the current racist power structure so for companies still to kind of go back to this like oh we're gonna like change our pictures to include more of our like black company members and to like show that we support black history month it seems kind of like a shallow gesture at this point if that makes sense 
Oh, uh, and like yeah. not in a bad way like I understand like they still want to like they don't not want to do it because I feel like it w- looks almost worse on a company to not do anything for Black History Month mm-hmm. but especially in light of all the protests and all the killings and all the violence mm-hmm. um, and all the issues that we've had this year and into 2021 as well it's very much not what we want <laughs> No, absolutely. And, you know, I thank you, Kiki, for I know it's a tough question. And I thank you for sharing all that with me. And, it, you know, as a white guy, I don't have much to say here. So I'm going to keep it <laughs> short. <laughs> um, but something I've realized recently, and especially uh, after conversation I've had with fellow students at Capitol, is, you know, the idea of performative activism, and really just like, showing everyone like, yeah, like we are, you know, we support black lives and all that, and, and black lives matter and everything like that. And I mean, to be fair, I I guess like it's better than doing nothing, but also like, you know, you're absolutely right. You got to put actions to to back to back these words, you know, exactly something I've had uh, conversations with PRs to say people as well, like my friends, Um, you know, making statements and stuff is great. But even in PR, just with everything, even outside of this scope, like actions speak louder than words. It's, It's really hard to promote something when it's not there if that makes sense exactly Um, so yeah i'm gonna stop talking now um but let me ask you the next question i have here um are there any companies that you feel are doing particularly well um and if so why i will say i did like nike's Mm -hmm. uh with their shoe design i thought that one went over well and it was a little bit more than just like highlighting their black creators i will say i also saw one recently in my email from kroger where they're showcasing at least down here they're showcasing products by black businesses Mm -hmm. and such uh as well as etsy i will always give etsy that one i feel like etsy does this well where they really try to promote their black owned shops during black history month and i feel like that's really helpful uh because unlike uber eats they're not like putting any contingencies on you buying from them but instead just showcasing them uh which i feel like is something companies kind of forget they can do sometimes Mm -hmm. is just to showcase black creators in their spaces where black creators really don't get a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. Um, So I will definitely give them credit for theirs because I feel like that's something that isn't boasting. Like they're not trying to be performative about it. They're not trying to say, oh, look at what we're doing from Black History Month. But it's something that definitely benefits black creators that are on that site and are using um that in order to help them in their lives in order to like launch their business and have their business so i will say probably etsy and nike are my two favorite ones right now just because i feel like they're not very performative in their essence like it's very a simple thing but something that's definitely making at least a little bit of an impact um in those black communities Oh, absolutely. And, you know, that's a good point. It's all about, you know, perhaps making an impact. Um, And then you can, you know, talk about how you made that impact, but do the work first. Exactly. Um, 
it's a good, really good point. Moving on, you know, to wrap up this kind of section, do you have any kind of words of encouragement or advice for, for students and particularly the Black women um, that are listening to this podcast right now? To just keep going and always go after what you want. If I'm being completely honest, like I never imagined myself at this point in my life life for me wasn't terrible growing up I had an amazing childhood and amazing parents I loved them to death but life definitely wasn't easy um and college definitely wasn't easy I've definitely gone through some trials and tribulations over the past four years but just to keep going and to surround yourself with people that support you and support what you're after because I know definitely I've wasted some time with people that ultimately didn't support who I wanted to be and who I am now and that's just not worth it you'll find more people that support you and love you for who you are and you'll really reach that point in your life to where you can say that things are coming together like I could just imagine if like five years ago, I could look at myself now and just like imagine where I am. And so I feel like it's just always important to just keep going and not let things deter you from achieving your goals and having high aspirations for what you want to do in your life. Love it. Left me speechless. (laughs) I don't know even what to say. Like, that's just so great. And and something that I want to highlight and something I've always, I feel like I say every podcast now, Um, or maybe I don't, I don't know. But it's like for all the students listening, if you want to be involved in something, you know, know that you you belong there. If you if you have the drive um, and the passion for something, the skills will come. You know, that's something you can work at. But the drive and the passion, that's something that's like within you. Um, So definitely, if you want it, go get it and surround yourself with people who have a similar mindset. That's just my advice. I know I didn't ask for it, but I felt felt compelled to speak on it. So. Um, I hope the the listeners enjoy that. Um, and moving on here to a new segment that I'm going to try for this one and see how it how it sticks here. I'm gonna call it just the PR lightning round. So I'll okay. just ask you some questions here, Kiki. Just uh, real quick answers um, and something for the readers to or readers listeners to enjoy as we kind of wrap up this episode. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. So. First, what are you looking forward to the most for the rest of 2021? Oh, I'm definitely looking forward to being back home. I miss my cat like a lot. Uh, I'm also looking forward to being near my niece and nephew. They're both about two and three right now. And they are the pride and joy in my life out of all of my family. I love them the most. (laughs) So I'm definitely looking forward to being able to spend more time with them and not be six hours away all year. So I cannot wait to graduate so I can be close to them again. I miss them so much. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. What's your favorite app and why? Ooh, oh, that's a hard one. Uh, probably TikTok right now. I spend way too much time on my TikTok. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Um, a quote you live by or appreciate? Oh, uh, by Dr. Seuss, today you are you. That is truer than true. There is no one else that is youer than you is probably my favorite quote. Yes, I love it. Um, tell me a, a hobby or pastime that you like doing when you're not nerding out over brands. 
Um, I love true crime. That is my current obsession um, outside like my PR and math nerdiness. I love true crime. I spend way too much time watching YouTube videos and stuff mm. about it. I've watched the American Murder Chris Watts story uh, on Netflix probably a good dozen times. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that is probably my current hobby. That and crocheting. I do like to crochet currently too. Oh, nice. Um, okay, so finishing off, any parting words for our audience? Ooh. Be you and just have fun. Don't care about what other people think. I feel like that's the reason I've gotten to be who I am in my life is just being myself and really just not caring about what other people think about me. And that's really allowed me to grow into the person I am. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kiki, for this conversation, for giving me your time. And I wish you the best of luck uh, as you finish out your last semester here. Definitely. Thank you for having me, Zach. This was a lot of fun. So I'm happy that I got to join you this afternoon and that you took some time on your nice Tuesday to hang out with me. Thank you so much, Kiki, for joining me on the podcast. And thank you all for listening. Reminder to tune in next month for our next episode of Student Stories.